Hey everybody, I'm Lauren Hicks, and this is episode 106 of the 5-Minute Discipleship Podcast. Hey, welcome, friends. Thank you for taking a few minutes out of your busy schedule. You know, discipleship requires a daily pursuit of knowing Jesus more. And I pray that your time here inspires you. I hope this podcast encourages you, and I trust that it's helping you grow as a follower of Christ. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast app so that you won't miss an episode. Today on the podcast, we're talking about being a living sacrifice. Over the years, typically on Memorial Day, my wife and I have taken our three daughters to a national cemetery. Together, we would walk among the thousands of white grave markers. We would read names. We'd notice the branch of military service and the date of their passing. Now, it may sound like an unusual thing to do, but this event has given our daughters an understanding of the sacrifice so many have made for our country. I think of these young men and women. They knew the gravity of their decision. They understood that once they walked onto that military base for boot camp, that they were giving up everything a teenager lives for. A young man may leave behind his freedom, his guitars, his music, his sports, his girlfriend. He surrendered the right to make his own choices and to do what he wanted to do. He said, in effect, I'm making myself a living sacrifice. I no longer do what I want to do. I do what I'm asked to do for the service of my country. Now, this is asking a lot, isn't it, to to make a surrender of your desires and your will for another. But isn't this the kind of sacrifice God is asking of us all? In Romans chapter 12, verse 1, the Apostle Paul wrote, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Notice that Paul says, I beseech you, or more accurately, I plead with you, or I'm begging you. He said we are to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Now, this expression of a living sacrifice is set against the backdrop of the Old Testament sacrifices. If you've read the Old Testament, you know that the worshipers would offer an animal. But in the New Testament, worshipers offer ourselves. Just as the people of Israel presented their animal sacrifices to the priests, we are to hand over our bodies to God, and we do this out of reverence to God for what He has done for us through His Son, Jesus Christ. We give all that we are to Him. And if we know the Lord, this is the only reasonable thing to do. Nothing else makes sense. This is our reasonable act of service to the God who has saved us. He said, I beseech you by the mercy of God. What is it that compels us to action? What leads us to give of ourselves? What causes us to sacrifice? It is the recognition, the acknowledgement that we have received God's mercy. It is our response to say yes to whatever God asks. We present our bodies, our lives to be holy and to please God. We don't do this in a way that works for salvation, but we do so as a result of our salvation. We do not just present our work to God because we know that you can work for God and still not present yourself to God. But Romans chapter 12, verse 1 is such a powerful verse. It requires us to bring this verse to God and to ask Him to help us to surrender, to lay down our lives, and to be living sacrifices for Him. The point here is not to present to God your bodies and not your mind or your heart or your spirit. He's going to say very clearly in verse 2 that we should be transformed in the renewal of our mind. 
But the point is to stress that your body counts. You belong to God, soul and body, or you don't belong to him at all. Your body matters. And someone might think, well, why would God be interested in my body? Maybe it's overweight or it's underweight, or perhaps it's wrinkled or it's blotchy, or maybe your body is aching or it's sick, or maybe it's impulsive. Maybe you're lazy, awkward, or disabled. Whatever the case may be, why would God want our bodies? Why would he want that sacrifice? The Old Testament demanded a flawless sheep. It doesn't feel like we measure up. But that kind of thinking totally misses the point. You see, the sacrifice of our bodies to God is not a sacrifice for sin. That is already done in the sacrifice of Christ. Pastor John Piper wrote this. He said, let every act of your body be a living act of worship. That is to let every act of your living body be a demonstration that God is your treasure. Let every act of your living body show that Christ is more precious to you than anything else. Let every act of your living body be a death to all that dishonors Christ. Wow, those are powerful words. You know, this commitment is an act of our will. It's not automatic. It's a decision that you must think about rationally and then make, and no one else can do it for you. You may have grown up in a Christian home like I did, and perhaps you trusted in Christ as a child. But as you get older, you begin to make your own decisions, and you decide to give your body, your possessions, and your entire life completely to God. It's asking a lot, isn't it? But let's recognize this truth. Jesus is worthy of our sacrifice. He willingly laid down his life for us, and in response, we give our lives to him. And here's today's challenge. We make this prayer, Lord, here I am. I give it all to you. Here are my hands. Here are my lips. Here are my eyes. Lord, I give you my ears and my feet and my thoughts. Lord, here is my voice. Here I am, Lord. All that I have, I now give to you. Hey, friends, thanks again for joining me for today's episode. If you have been helped by this podcast and feel that it would be a blessing to others, would you stop right now and hit the share button on your podcast app and share it on your social media sites? Thank you so much for helping me grow the podcast. And until next time, let's continue on our journey as followers of Jesus.